0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Underexposed. This week's episode is quite special to me because I am joined by someone I truly appreciate and find very inspiring and extremely talented, but most importantly because she's my friend and she's the person who introduced me to film photography and uh, who basically taught me how to use my first camera. We met in Lyon when we were both students there and uh, then she went on this exchange program to Manchester in England this year and she's graduating with a degree in performing arts. But above all of that, Farida is an Egyptian photographer. And I imagine that growing up in Cairo, um, which is uh, basically the biggest North African city and uh, around a fascinating ancient civilization, along with being able to travel and see other parts of the world, must have played a role in shaping the person and artist she is today. So anyways, I don't want to say and speculate too much. And um, so without further ado, I would like to welcome Farida Karim on the fourth episode of Underexposed. Hey Farida, thank you so much for agreeing to be on uh, this episode of Underexposed. Um, uh, I feel a little weird asking you to introduce yourself when we basically go way back and I know so much about you, but please introduce yourself for the people that are listening.
1: Okay, I literally hate introducing myself, like, (laughs) Farida. I don't know, I'm from Cairo. I like taking pictures and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I just graduated from uni, and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm not really doing anything. Just waiting.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) That's that's probably the shortest introduction um, on this podcast, but... Yeah, I don't know. You didn't give me much to start uh, this uh, episode with, so you didn't say much. You just graduated uh, from uni, and um, and I know you did performing arts in school, and um, your major was post-production, I guess. So yeah. uh, you, you also worked on some uh, cinematography projects. And uh, besides all of that, you're a very talented photographer, and um, I want to mention that you've been featured on Vogue Italy, uh, different Instagram pages you've you've worked you've worked on a lot of uh, photo series and stuff but I want what I want to know what does Farida Karim identify as are you a filmmaker or a photographer maybe a mix of both what do you see yourself as more of
1: hmm I mean I don't really know I feel like I mostly like first of all I don't, I don't really like to say that I'm like a photographer like a filmmaker whatever but I feel like what I tend (laughs) yeah I don't know it's kind of weird to like I don't know kind of label yourself when you're not Mm -hmm. really sure what you're really doing yeah like I feel like I tend to like agree with me being a photographer because that's the thing I do the most
0: yeah (laughs) I mean it makes sense when you when you introduced yourself you said that you like taking pictures you didn't talk about um you know something else that you like doing but it also makes sense because in the context of the podcast it's a photography podcast supposedly so yeah Yeah. (laughs) you said um you would call yourself a photographer so how did you uh get into photography actually
1: Mm, you know yeah we were talking about this earlier that I never really (laughs) thought of this it just happened but then when I was like listening to I don't know like some photographers I I like like when they were on pod podcasts and stuff, I like it, it. Made me wonder how I did start. So I like kind of stopped for a second and just like reflected and stuff. And I don't know. I just like the first time I was really conscious that I was taking pictures. It wasn't really. Mm-hmm. When was it? It was like middle school, I think. Like yeah, like before yeah, high were- school. I don't. I don't know how to say this in English, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> And, yeah, like, the thing, is, like, I would always take pictures with my phone, right? Mm-hmm. And Yeah,
0: like, you, like, everyone else, basically. Yeah, like yeah, most. like,
1: I literally only got a camera, like, three years ago. Like, yeah, three years ago, or, like, two years ago. And, uh, yeah, I remember, like, this very, con- like, a constant thing that used to happen was that my school was far away from my home, and I, it would take, like, maybe around an hour, an hour and a half to go back home. And oh, we, yeah, and you would always be like in traffic. So it's not like it's huge, like distance. So I would be stuck in the car in traffic. And if I'm not like dead asleep, I'm just looking out the window uh-huh. doing nothing. <laughs> and yeah, I would just like, just observe, I guess. And just, mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause like also the part where my school is, is kind of, is like different from where I live a little bit. You know, if I'm like, every neighborhood is different obviously and um, yeah I was just like when we would stop behind a car or something I would just get out my phone and just take pictures of people in the streets so it's, uh, it's uh-huh. kind of like street photography like amateur street, street photography and the best thing is that no one could yell at you because you're in a car like, like I literally <laughs> have so many pictures of people just staring at me through like in the camera in-
0: you made the most of it yeah, because honestly. you were protected
1: because <laughs> pe- people would say oh, and- oh you must be so brave taking pictures of people and like they don't i'm like nah i'm gonna <laughs> i do really it's, enjoy it's, doing it's, that it's,
0: it's really interesting to um talk about how so you you were saying how every neighborhood is different and um you get stuck in traffic for over an hour and a half and um uh, i think that growing up in a in a in a big a city I, I think Cairo is actually the biggest city in North Africa mm. you have um maybe over 30 million people in, in um in the capital if I'm not wrong yeah more or less. um yeah so how did that influence you growing up there was it like um something that inspired you to get into this because like what you're describing is basically you're just going home and observing um people from from you know yeah. your window in a bus or a car and um you know, maybe being fascinated or, like, curious about the differences between the the, um, the different parts of the city or um, the way people looked or whatever, uh, did that influence you or inspire you in some way?
1: Mm. I mean, of course it did, like, unconsciously. Mm. Um, like, it did start with me just noticing people. Like, it was always always about people. Like, I would never take pictures of, like, buildings or like architecture or whatever which is something that i'm Mm -hmm. like very interested now in (laughs) but uh yeah i guess i like street photography and like the most like like in the form it's mostly known for
0: that's uh, an interesting way to look at it and i think that's um i mean for everyone when they look back at how they were influenced um or inspired by things mm-hmm. by things i think we don't realize when we're doing it especially when you start doing something as a child or or as a teenager and then uh, years later on you kind of just um, look back and you have a different understanding of uh, you know what um, what inspiration really is and what your interests are and how they've changed and um, i want to talk about uh, your work in uh, cinematography i know this is not the topic of our um you know podcast <laughs> But I'm, I'm genuinely curious about, um, you know, the difference between the two.
1: I don't know. To be honest, I don't like, I don't really like talking about my degree because it was like, <laughs> I don't know. It just included so many things and it wasn't specific should we, enough.
0: Should we give a shout out to Lee? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to
1: tell you. <laughs> like, I ran no, away from but okay. as well, so...
0: <laughs> but degree degree aside and um the the negative things that um that came with you know the, uh, the um the academic uh career that you took um maybe talk about the the positive things that um i don't know that you liked or that kind of shaped the person that you are today
1: mm-hmm. i don't really see it as a negative thing like a negative time mm-hmm. like like I me mean, even if i like jokingly trash it all the time it's just really funny to me you know, (laughs) but yeah, yeah, like, honestly, like, I wasn't too fussed about what school or uni I'm going to, I was mostly just, like, like, I want to see more of the world, like, meet new people, like, do different things, Mm. like, kind of experience, it's so cliche, but, like, experience life, you know?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but it it definitely makes sense, because a lot of people who want to go down this path, and uh, this kind of career, I mean, a lot of people actually, yeah, they do go to you know, prestigious art schools or film mm-hmm. schools or whatever. But then other people just have the talents and what it takes and they, f- they kind of just learn, um, you know, uh, based on experiences and working on projects and just experimenting. Yeah. No, right? I
1: definitely, yeah, so I that's... definitely learned a lot from uni. Like, the first year, I wasn't only doing, like, uh, performing arts. Like, I was also doing, like, mm-hmm. sociology, anthropology and communications, which, like, honestly sucked. But, like, anthropology and sociology <laughs> were amazing. <laughs> like, I don't know, it just taught me so many things about, like, life in general and, like, how people view the world mm-hmm. and stuff, which, on like, I feel like you hmm. can't be a director or, like, work in film, really, without having, like, ideas on the world, like, you know s- what I mean? Like, what are you going to direct if you don't, if you haven't lived or, like, haven't seen things or, like, known people?
0: For, no, for sure. I mean, you you kind of have, have to have some kind of... Uh understanding of the world and life and how people, I don't know, live yeah, their lives and go day to day. Yeah, it's like your own understanding,
1: understanding of the world, like it doesn't
0: matter. Hmm, interesting. And um, so I know this is the question that I know you hate <laughs> and I still want to ask it. No. So if you, um, if you had to choose one thing to do for the rest of your life, only one thing between uh, photography and taking pictures and cinema, as in, um, you know, making films mm-hmm. and movies, what would you choose?
1: So, like, I told you. I <laughs>
0: I no, I know, but I'm really, I'm, I'm genuinely curious because I, like, I'm, I'm, as your friend, I don't know the answer to this question and I, yes. I don't know what you think. You don't have, you don't have to have a certain um, black or white I mean, I answer, an but answer. just tell me what you think about. Because, because,
1: yeah. first of all, like, like, the most obvious thing is that I haven't done that many, like, things in film. I have... I like I've tried I've done stuff on my own and, and things, but they weren't really like ah okay, I don't wait, I don't know how to explain this. Like I have more experience in photography than I do in cinematography. And even mm-hmm. things in cinematography that like I, I like I would consider myself to not know anything in cinematography. Like I'm literally just learning like at the beginning. You know, it's like when you Yeah, so
0: doesn't that want to doesn't doesn't that make you want to uh, pursue no, it more like, and I mean, like maybe learn exactly. more Like
1: i'm so excited to like start doing things like that and like learn from people who i like admire and like their work and stuff but it's just uh-huh. it's, like for me i think it's such, it's so much harder because it's like it's not only mm. about you it's not like a like an individual thing like you have a team and you have like a production i'm, I'm not like i'm not talking like mm. a like a big production even like it's just a small team like you still need a team you still need equipment you need to have like even if it's not like real expensive equipment you still have to have just like things to use in general like you're not just it's not just you and your camera and you just go out and shoot a neighborhood that you like yeah you know Uh and I feel like I the relationship I have with it is much more clear to me than the one I have with cinematography if that makes sense Hmm.
0: and in what way would you say
1: what, what do you mean? I mean
0: I mean yeah, it, it does it does make sense that um you feel a certain um like a, a stronger connection to photography and you feel like you can express yourself through yeah. it more and um it's very personal. But I feel like um maybe other, you know, filmmakers and um mm-hmm. directors or writers and stuff, they can say yeah. the same thing about um, you know, what they do, like filmmaking. But so is it just a personal preference to you, or do you think that uh, photography as a field is more likely to help one uh, express their feelings and their emotions mm. and their ideas, or is it just a personal um, preference? No, like I don't I think
1: like photography is like inherently more expressive. But I think mm. it's just the relationship I have with it now. Like I'm pretty sure that if I learn more about cinematography and learn how to actually do it well, like this will ch- this could mm-hmm. change. I don't know you know because like cinematography oh it's so hard like you have this like I watch so many things and I'm always like ah this looks so cool how do do they do this and stuff but then when I try to do it and it literally looks like a piece of shit like like honestly uh, even I see the techniques and they're like oh yeah just do this it'll look like that and I'm like nah (laughs) it doesn't look like this so yeah it just needs reality hits differently practice I think yeah I see and uh,
0: so speaking uh-huh. of speaking of I uh, like I mentioned before you took part um so y- you're saying that you don't have a lot of experience in, um you know film mm-hmm. projects but from the ones yeah. that you had I'm guessing that you had different roles in each and every one of them so maybe you were a director in one a director of photography and cinematographer in another and um I'm wondering which one was mm-hmm. your favorite as um you know like um, your favorite to do you had fun doing it and uh, you would like to do that more
1: yeah i just would like to say that i would never do sound in my life <laughs> like that no
0: i i i oh, get it i am i remember when we were trying to shoot this movie and um in Lyon, and you had to take care of oh, the sound God. system and make it sync it was yeah i can yeah, I, I can see why no one would blame you. But yeah, uh,
1: like definitely cinematography for now. Because I don't know, it's just, hmm. it's just very visual, I guess. Like it's the closest thing to photography, obviously, you
0: know. Oh, I don't know why this is, this sounds like cute. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the way that you're relating it to photography, it's I mean, just, it like photography really, just like really. Photography just like, I mean, yeah. not
1: really, but a little bit. in a way. In a
0: way. So uh, yeah, I know we're drifting a lot from Mm -hmm. the topic of photography, but trust me, we have all the time to ask a lot more (laughs) questions about it. But um, since we're like on the topic of cinematography, can you maybe give me some, um, you know, three titles of movies that you recommend, like your favorite cinematographies of all time? Mm
1: -hmm. The question. Ah, I'm just putting you on on the spot. Like I'm not gonna look for the best Mm -hmm. one, but maybe like Lion is like a big one to be honest it's just like, mm-hmm. like not because it's in black and white <laughs> not at all but I don't know just like the way it flows is <laughs> crazy like uh-huh. oh, it's so nice it just makes me feel good when I watch it to be honest and like honestly all the Gaspar Noé movies like this guy's mm-hmm. crazy like yeah I don't <laughs> even know a lot about his cinematographer I just know he works mostly with the same guy
0: yeah, 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 they. Can, it, I mean, it has a certain yeah. vibe. Like all his movies follow a certain, you know, yeah, color like, palette and is, vibe. I'm and...
1: just watching.
0: Yeah, you're just I, enjoying I know, the visuals. Like,
1: <laughs> I, have you seen Climax? You've seen it, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Acting, some of the acting. <laughs> I've seen it way too
0: many <laughs> times. No, no. It, I mean, it is, and it, the the story doesn't even make that much of a sense. <laughs> But you just, like, enjoy it. Yeah, it just, like, takes you somewhere else. Just for with, the sake yeah. of... It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And what is the third one?
1: I mean, what I keep yeah. getting in my mind is, you know, like, Paris, Texas, for some reason. I don't know. I feel like it still mm-hmm. is, like, too good. Probably maybe because of the directing and the story. It's just such a wholesome movie. Like, everything's perfect.
0: <laughs> I see. <laughs> Okay, and um, um, so I don't want to say a lot from the topic of photography. I know I said that already, but I guess it's really interesting to see how cinema influences one's photography style or skills. And I want to ask, would you say that you learned a lot from being a performing arts and um, you know, cin- mm-hmm. cinematography student? Um, things that influenced your photography, and how much would you say uh, cinema is relevant in the... In your uh, your own photography,
1: yeah. Oh well, at uni, <laughs> <But> <laughs> uh, I like it was mostly <laughs> the theoretical. Like we just learned a lot about um, like history of cinema, the different like new waves and stuff, genres, mm. directors, whatever. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Like, I wouldn't really say that cinema or like cinematography impacted my photography. I would say like it's vice versa. Just because that's mm-hmm. what I was doing more and seeing more of. Like to be honest, I was not like one yeah. of those kids who were like born like a of, like a cinephile and you were like, oh yeah, like movies are in my blood and stuff. Like I learned that kind of like when I was, I don't know, like kind of old, not old, but like I was when I was a teenager, I guess.
0: Hmm. Well, I now now that you mentioned this, I I regret not asking you. If it's something that you've always wanted to do, like as a kid, because I, I act, I actually don't know. Like I, I don't don't know. What did you want to be when you?
1: I I really. (laughs) Yeah, never. Like I was just living life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just like now. (laughs) But yeah, like I was just saying things like step by step, and when I like kind of discovered cinema, I was like, wow, it's cool. Like Um, I knew that I wanted to do something creative. That's for sure. Yeah, but I just didn't know what, and then I found it, and I was like, I'll just like go along with it, to be honest. And I feel like it's only after Mm -hmm. that I like actually fell in love with it, you know. I don't know if it's because I forced myself or not, (laughs) but here we are, you know.
0: No, but I it, it it does make sense because when you're a grown up, it's kind of you you have a different understanding of things, and I feel like I mean, like me personally, a lot of times we talk about this and how. Um, there 's movies that i 've mm-hmm. seen when I was younger, and then i didn 't really Yay. i I hated them i didn 't find them interesting at all because i I had so little understanding of the world and life and whatnot not that i not that i 'm like a philosopher now <laughs> like I have an a better understanding you
1: definitely do, but though, they
0: yeah. definitely mm-hmm. resonate with me more yeah so yeah, back to um you know theoretical film school that you didn 't mm-hmm. learn so much from <laughs> in photography. Uh, What would you say about the course that you went to, the summer course in Prague um, two years ago, one year ago? ago,
1: Honestly, best summer of my life. (laughs) Not to be dramatic, but uh, (laughs) yeah, there was I, yeah, I was like, since I'm not doing much in school, like in the practical sense, I might might as well just apply Mm -hmm. to the course and like, you know, see what's up or whatever. So yeah, I applied to this like, month and something and a half, I guess, filmmaking, like, introduction. Mm-hmm. Not, was it? It was, like, an introduction to filmmaking course or whatever in Prague. And we would go to, like, a festival mm-hmm. and stuff, which was amazing. And, uh, yeah, like, I definitely <laughs> learned the most there. Like, it's crazy. Like, we made, to make our own uh, short film, and we shot on like 16 millimeter, which was like <laughs> it was literally like the dumbest thing we've ever recorded. But just like holding the camera was amazing, and like <laughs> yeah, the best part honestly was like the people there and stuff. Like they just made me realize how much like I don't know shit, <laughs> you know? Like, I, like oh it wasn't wow, even like in a bad yeah, that's a way, powerful like, statement. I was just so like. I was literally like maybe the third youngest person there and they were all so much older. And I re—I honestly recently I mm-hmm. realized that that's the thing I prefer because I don't like being the person who like knows the most. You know, like it's, it's just yeah. not fun. <laughs> and, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you want to learn from yeah. other people that you meet. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Like,
1: I feel like two of them specifically and like their photography. I was like, wow, mm-hmm. people take pictures like this. That's so amazing, and they were like so passionate <laughs> about it. it. Just I don't, know just I feel like it sparked something in me. Uh, you know,
0: I Uh huh. No, I, I can definitely sense yeah, that from I, the like way talk, you yeah, talked about it before to me. And
1: time, you know, <laughs>
0: just like yeah, and it's really uh, crazy to see that one person could learn so much from a six weeks course um from and from people that are not necessarily i mean besides the academic course that you took but from the people that you were with and um that you can learn so much from people that are not necessarily professionals and uh, academics yeah, and to. whatever that's really interesting because and i wanted to talk about this i wanted to talk about how traveling and meeting people and being open to like um i don't know just like being with people with the same interests as you and um, because uh, Mm -hmm. I think I mentioned this in the introduction to this um, episode when I talk about you and I talk about how uh, so you grew up in a very international and huge city and um, in in Egypt but you also used to go on camps and uh, travel and kind of see bits of the world and I think this this is really interesting and this is really important for um someone who's doing what you do and who's into arts so can you maybe speak to that a little bit and um talk about how this um i don't know how what it what it adds to someone's life and
1: yeah uh, yeah i guess Mm -hmm. that's a good question (laughs) wait let me let me gather
0: Yeah, I mean, I talk so much, like, the introduction is very... Okay, I don't know, I guess. um,
1: I wouldn't say, like, since I was, like, young, young, that I'd love to do that. Like, I always like to make this joke that my life started at 15. (laughs) Because before, I was, like, a synchronized swimmer. And it literally took over my life. Like, I didn't Mm. have time to do anything else besides... Like, I I would have this and have friends. Like, there was literally no time for anything else. Uh Uh-huh.
0: That is so random. Like yeah, I, I, feel I feel obviously like I, know that you were like a so synchronized swimmer, but, it,
1: but it was literally like a huge bit of my life. You know?
0: No, no, no. I just, I just mean that. Yeah, but like, yeah, you were basically I mean, a on a, run, yeah. you know, athlete's career, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then it's, you know, it dramatically I changed know. to something completely different. You like, know, you're I always wonder yeah. whether, like, <laughs> like no that one would
1: had, like, unconsciously had an influence on me, like being creative. <laughs> or something i don't know cuz you were like dancing to <laughs> music and stuff yeah like i, I don't even know like i'm not even dance, you know though. but still <laughs> it was uh-huh. creative like <laughs> that you were forced to do ballet as well like,
0: yeah but it's well i mean so you you kind of had a an artistic um upgr- upbringing like it's not the most um conventional yeah, the, one yeah, i would I say like but but it definitely helped least. Yeah.
1: So yeah, like yeah. my life started at fifteen when I left that. And then I was like, ah shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do I do now? <laughs> you know, and then I discovered my <laughs> stuff and yeah. What wait, what? And traveling and stuff? Was that the question?
0: Yeah, it was about oh. traveling and meeting oh, okay. people. Okay, so and
1: then I started like doing these international camps. Uh which mm-hmm. like I feel like it shaped a lot of my perspective on life you know whether it's just like Mm -hmm. meeting like different people and doing different things and yeah just being like really open to the idea of diversity I guess.
0: Yeah I get it
1: and mm,
0: and I feel like that's Mm -hmm. relevant everywhere you go like when you went to England you probably also met people there who kind of influenced you and You know, like, the people who are interested in photography and uh, who do film, like, when you went to London as well. Like, things like this, you know? And when... I don't know. When you travel, basically, you went to Berlin twice. Um, How does that play into, I don't know, Mm -hmm. an artist's life (laughs) in their 20s? No, no, It's very cliche, but... Uh,
1: Yeah, I guess just, like, in general, it's really exciting to go somewhere new. And... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't know. I feel like when I stay in somewhere for too long, you just... I don't know, you kind of lose something. Maybe you get too, like, accustomed to it. And you, like, what's the word? Like, underappreciate? Yeah. Yeah, just, like, having something new. That's fair. Yeah,
0: it's definitely exciting. And uh, it keeps life Mm -hmm. um, less boring and, uh, you know, less repetitive. That makes sense. Um, So this is kind of a... um, very wide and open question that mm-hmm. I want to uh, move on to, but I wonder what you find in. <laughs> but I wonder what you find interesting in general as a subject of photography. So I don't know, maybe to mm-hmm. give you more um, directions and give some uh, inside <laughs> information on the matter. Uh-huh. So you know when we were in Lyon, uh, or yeah. even when you visited in Paris, or when we went to Berlin um, last Christmas, and we would go out to take pictures and stuff. Uh, A lot of times I find you wanting to go somewhere like, I don't know, an abandoned building or like a warehouse or um, abandoned train tracks. I don't know. So something destroyed Mm -hmm. and abandoned and kind of dark and um, it has a certain, there's there's like a certain pattern. And I would always say that, I don't know, you're kind of drawn to these places. And I feel like that's a photography subject, if I may call it, that you actually like. But I'm also curious about the other things because like you said you started taking pictures of people in the beginning and that was something that you were interested in and you moved on to um, buildings and architectures and uh, landscapes and stuff so Hmm. tell us more about yeah I mean
1: you know isn't it a cliche to like all photographers who are like into abandoned (laughs) stuff (laughs) like urbex (laughs) (laughs) I don't know I wasn't but I don't know like more seriously uh... Yeah, I feel like I really moved from, like, being interested to people. <laughs> I don't know, and just, like, found found more interest mm-hmm. in, like, empty things. Like, not necessarily, like, abandoned, but, like, just, like, desolated places in a way. Like, I, feel, I don't know, I feel like it just... Mm-hmm. How do I say this? You know, like, I, I had this, okay, I had this series a while ago. <laughs> like, I never really posted or anything, but um you know these train tracks in Lyon like next to Le Sucre <laughs> yeah uh-huh. yeah <laughs> like, me out and Salman, Suc. like one of my friends we used to go I don't know like he like he takes pictures as well and we would just randomly go there and wander around and like discover stuff so we would like hop the fence hop over the fence yeah literally find like <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> classic find, I don't know like
1: tvs and like we found a trailer park one day with like uh Milaya? Um, <laughs> a cloak. <laughs> like, <we're> not... <laughs>
0: Isn't a cloak hanging you have is. on your neck? It is. <laughs> it's like. No, yeah, I, Dude, I think no, it's like the Malaya. Harry Potter thing. Uh, I don't
1: even know. What, what is, is that? In front, uh,
0: um, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, is it drapes? That's, I think drapes. Maybe is drapes, terton, actually. Or
1: is it? okay never the things you sleep oh, on I don't know that cover your mattress.
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> by the way I'm keeping this bit in the Stump. episode I'm not
1: <laughs> all right not so we cutting. found like this thing that covers your mattress it was like on a on a rope so obviously someone was living uh-huh. that trailer park. I don't know I just took pictures of things there and it really looked like I'm just like an apocalyptic world and like the one person that survived know <laughs> that was really like they were, they were wow. like
0: so pictures, so there's actually feeling, yeah. there's so there's actually a reason behind you liking these um places and uh like you said it's a it's more about the feeling that you get being in those places or you get from mm-hmm. uh the picture that you take so um so it's kind of like a personal thing that you try to show some kind of emotion through it or or am I just reading too much into it mm. and being a cliche, uh, you know, commentator? Like, I don't
1: know if it's personal. I mean, if it's coming from you, it must be personal somehow, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm talking about your, yeah. uh, your view I mean, it's of just that, Because that you said really that it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's like, more really about the feeling that destiny. you get.
1: Like, maybe the idea of just hmm. seeing the world, like, after seeing the traces that people leave behind them. Like, you know, like, not seeing the person physically there, but seeing, yeah. like, what they changed in their environment. Or
0: whatever. So you moved on from people to the traces that people leave behind them. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> and the speaking of people, I wanted to mention this um, um, uh, f- photo series or photo shoot that you did with this guy from Lyon who had oh. uh, a bunch of face tattoos and uh, hand tattoos, and I love that um, series. And I want to know, what's the creative process behind it? Were you just walking or, like, taking the tidal <laughs> one day and then <laughs> just, like, it's occurred to you that you wanted to, you know, find someone with face tattoos and take pictures of them? And, yeah, so I and I think that you also conducted an interview with him and you asked him a bunch of questions. So, obviously, there was mm-hmm. some kind of, um, you know, creative process behind it. Can you, can you tell me?
1: Yeah. More honest, about that. I do not remember what made me do this. <laughs> like I don't, yeah. But I think maybe it was because I was seeing Go. more and more people with face tattoos in jail. And like, like not that mm-hmm. many, obviously, but yeah, it was just something that you don't see every day, for me at least. And yeah, I was like, hmm, could be cool if I do like an like a photo series about people with face tattoos and like have interviews with them about like how they're viewed, etc. So yeah, I found this guy on. Where mm-hmm. did I find him? I Don't remember. But I got his contact somehow, and I messaged him. Like I didn't even know what he looks like. He looked like I just. Yeah, I got his number from someone that <laughs> knew people.
0: You took a yeah, I mean, chance what, like,
1: on. I'm not gonna say what could go wrong because a lot of things could have gone wrong, but nothing went wrong. So I just <laughs> met up with him, <laughs> and yeah, like he talked and stuff. And he was a tattoo artist. And um, yeah, I didn't really have oh. like a creative process. I was just like, let's walk around, shoot some pictures. Actually, I remember why I picked the place. Um, It's it's like a place near, near mm-hmm. the train tracks as well, but like kind of in a different corner. And I just, yeah, it just yeah. looks kind of industrial, which is, I don't know, a setting that I really like in general. So yeah, we hopped the fence together again. Great activity. <laughs> And yeah, just told <laughs> to what to do, whatever. Which was very uncomfortable, actually. I hated it. But yeah, it was
0: nice. Uh, speaking of um, industrial settings, and um, you said that it's something, it's a setting that you actually like. Would you, I personally speaking, when I was talking about how, uh, about the abandoned places and, um, you know, these things. Mm-hmm. I also thought of the industrial parts or like industrial places that you like. And um, would you qualify those as your kind of aesthetic in photography, or um, I don't know what is your uh, aesthetic basically, or what is your style? If you have, I know this is a a very um, open question, and it's generally hard to answer. But
1: yeah, maybe if yeah. you
0: can elaborate on that.
1: I mean, from if I if I look at it from like a okay, never mind. I was gonna say a sentence, but I changed my mind. Um, <laughs> like I guess I would say that's a big part of my. <laughs> aesthetic I guess I don't know like I wouldn't say it's all of it but yeah I just like how Hmm. the lines are (laughs) the lines go (laughs) I don't know
0: yeah I mean it's just it definitely is not uh, all of it but like you know to an out to to a person looking at your pictures from an Mm -hmm. outside perspective like I mean the perspective being um you and like someone who's not you who's looking at your pics can definitely feel or see the pattern um yeah i actually like that about your pictures to be honest i like the industrial um feel to them and not not just the the visual parts of it but i like also the i don't know the vibe that it gets and how i don't know they kind of and and also something that you that i love about your pics which is very um it's, it, it's really nice that you do a photo mm-hmm. series because one picture flatters the other and I mean all of them separately they look great but the way you make them into a series is very interesting and the last one that you did in mm-hmm. um, Fields, Manchester uh, was definitely my favorite one and I know that it was your favorite one as well but um, yeah can you can you maybe just talk uh, briefly about it before okay. we move on to um, the next question but I remember that you yeah it was it was a mm-hmm. unique one I so mean can you tell, I guess it was unique is it.
1: like the most personal I guess like like it was really mm-hmm. ah, it was like really centered around my feelings was sad. You know, it's like um, yeah that's it it was just like a, a weird thing
0: <laughs> yeah for, for people who don't know Farida, she doesn't like talking about her feelings. <laughs> so, so if you want to look at it, it's on her. Um, yeah. Is yeah, it like still Behance. on the link in your bio, the Behance uh, link? So give it a, you know, um, so have a have a look at it and. Uh, I mean,
1: that's why I made it. Enjoy
0: it. it. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, it's, it's actually really, really good. And yeah. uh, I think there's a brief description that you wrote that kind of explains um, the, you know, yeah, the mean, feeling behind it and yeah. everything. It's really, really
1: cool. No, I was cool. going to say, like, like, since, and... like, even since day one, when no, I was there, I was always, like, when you're just walking around campus, I was like, it, like, it's kind of an ugly place. But it, it's also, like, not, it is very ugly if, if you're, like, there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, uh, it's, also very, it's also very picturesque yeah. in a way. Like, I thought so, at least. And whenever I would just walk around campus, I would be mm-hmm. like, hmm, this would make a nice picture. But there were always, like, so many people around. And, yeah, like, I just didn't want anyone yeah. in the pictures. I just wanted the place. So you waited for And it. Wait, what was I going <laughs> to say? Oh, yeah, so, like, I feel like I had made a lot of these pictures in my mind already. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, I would literally walk and I would just, like, be, like, picture taken. <laughs> yeah oh Uh,
0: i i love i love doing that as well i i i always see like a picture before taking it and i usually don't have my camera on me and then i'm like i'm gonna come back here and take the picture and you know sometimes it's actually crazy how they turn out the way you imagine them and then some other times (laughs) they're not at all but it's yeah it's a cool process um and yeah I wanted to talk I wanted to ask you actually what field or what kind of photography mm-hmm. would you um that you haven't done yet and that you haven't practiced yet that you would like to try yeah. more I would definitely or, like to you know more uh, explore
1: like portraits like it's something that I've done with like it's very mm-hmm. scattered like I've done it with some of my friends and with like that tattoo guy and with like I don't know just like random stuff like I kind of want to do like like, first of all, I want to practice for them to be good enough. Then I want to make, like, series. <laughs> I just... I'm really into mm-hmm. series right now. <laughs> series of whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like... Huh,
0: but why portraits, though? Why not some other... It's just... I don't know, type of photography.
1: I don't know, it's something that I really... That really interests me. Like, you know, there's a photographer called... um I don't know, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but it's, like, Rosie Mackson, Mason, I don't know, she's, like, a British photographer, Oh, uh, and she does okay. great, like, <laughs> portraits uh-huh. on medium format, and the thing is, it's not, like, it's not, like, uh, mm-hmm. like editorial stuff, where it's, like, very, like, art direction heavy, it's literally, like, so simple, but yeah, like, she manages to just capture people in a way that's, like, fascinating, for me, I don't know. It's like I, like every time I see one of her mm. portraits, I just like stare at it for ages. <laughs> like it's crazy. Like oh, I'll send your stuff.
0: <laughs> and speaking of, I don't know why I thought of mm. um, this uh, Egyptian photographer. Um, I I don't remember the name um, oh, no, exactly. No. NCR Journal, maybe on Instagram. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that's your friend, right? Yeah she's, yeah, she's actually really, really good. She's definitely, she's one of my, you know, favorite photographers, to be honest, like I really, because I I yeah. really am into um, editorial, like I want to try that and I want to, yeah, I, like I don't really know, maybe, I don't know, practice that or maybe just have the opportunity, <laughs> just have the opportunity to do it at some point. And she's really good at it. I just love, um, I don't know, all the everything about her pictures and which is um, kind of a bridge that I want to take on to talk about or to ask you to talk Mm -hmm. about the um, photography scene in Egypt and how things are, are like. And um, yeah, just tell us a little bit about about it. So many
1: like crazy photographers here. Like I I wish it was more of a community, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm like it kind of is pretty sure but i just want to meet them <laughs> um yeah, but a community know, in what sense we would have like, to, like do stuff and we would have like maybe more exhibitions more like events which is like definitely mm. developing more now than ever because there are like some mm-hmm. very 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 yeah. good photographers yeah like and they're just like multiplying so fast as well and i keep like discovering people all the time and i'm like wow
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's definitely growing a lot i mean there is a um, growing interest nowadays uh, a worldwide interest in photography and uh, editorial and a lot of other types of photography in general and then uh, being in a city that's like um huge and uh I don't know, Egypt is very, very artistic as a country. I mean, you're basically the Hollywood of the MENA region, and uh, so it it makes sense to see that, um, you know, such communities grow in such a a country, in a city. And, uh, yeah, and why don't you do that? Like, uh, you're you're talking about how you want uh, this community to be uh, I don't know to do more exhibitions and to do more uh, projects, and uh, maybe you could do that uh, if you stay in Egypt for you know the coming years. That's maybe, just uh, yeah. an idea that popped in my mind. I don't know, I feel like I guess just because I'm not do you I'm, think? Like, still not sure, <laughs> right?
1: About like things, you know. But like I have a, I have a friend actually that he's he's like a great mm-hmm. photographer. He's, his name is uh, Ahmed Tor. Or, like, on like, the Instagram because we're that kind of people now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the GPEG, and he's like I don't know like I don't know if he is like the biggest one photographer right now in this scene but he takes ama- amazing portraits of like rappers and stuff and he's I think he's starting his own thing like a community mm-hmm. of some sort it's called like uh, what was it called GPEG City like he has, he still hasn't like announced anything like for sure Oh, cool. But, like, I think he's definitely like someone who's starting something So that's great.
0: Yeah, that is really cool. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice to see that, you know, young artists and people um, working towards things like this and wanting to be part of something like that. And uh, even people from different artistic fields collabing together. And uh, it's like, especially the younger generations, uh, we Mm -hmm. we always talk about um, Kojak, the fashion designer. And I I feel like most young uh, photographers that kind of uh, work with him or I don't know, they have some kind Mm -hmm. of collabs. (laughs) uh okay so i can't believe that I, I i actually forgot to ask a very important question and uh, actually to talk about something really interesting in your uh photography which is uh club photography so you do um you worked at some yeah. clubs i would i imagine in manchester that's when you started doing that and um i don't know i i it's something that we both have been really into. I remember when we would go to a party yeah. and we would go back, and then we would wait for the pictures to come out and like look at them, <laughs> and then to see you do that on your own and like the pictures were absolutely amazing. Yeah, like the the cotton series was um, fucking amazing. I really loved it, and uh, so yeah, I want I want you to talk about it. Like, how did you? starts? Why do you do it? What do you like about it? Um, yeah. Is it hard? You know, just yeah, basically so... talk about your experience overall.
1: So I guess I started oh. doing this because I was going to mm-hmm. a lot of parties and I don't know, like, mm-hmm. I would after seeing honestly one specific photographer in Dion, I think his name is Victor Metz. Mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken um, and he used to take these like amazing black and white like very contrasty pictures like in parties all around Lyon Paris and mm-hmm. the thing is when I look at his pictures it's not, it's not like cheesy club pictures of people just smiling looking at the camera or like a big crowd where you don't see everyone it's like literally so individual he like focuses on the people. And it, it just makes it look like a community or like a, yeah. like a scene, you know? And yeah, I always had these, like, this, these images in my head. Mm-hmm. And when I was like seeing more, you know, like these pictures of like subcultures in like the 80s or the 70s or, or like post-punk era and like all these crazy pictures, you know, or like rave, like 90s rave uh-huh. pictures and like archives and stuff. Like these pictures are crazy. <laughs> like you look at yeah, them yeah, and you yeah. be like, I want to be part of this scene and like dance with these people i was like me like i want to try mm. to do something like this with what's happening these days and like just documenting the scene i guess like like i'm most uh-huh. interested in techno obviously and yeah obviously. <laughs> you know that <laughs> obviously <laughs> and yeah, like, obviously <laughs> documenting that very specific scene maybe in different like where this in the cities where i live where i live much harder than i thought you know like, you, ha- you have to actually be very focused and, like, kind of look what you're framing. Because sometimes you, you can't even look into the view, view, the viewfinder. You just have to wing it with your hand. So that's something that's hard to... Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like mm. this is a big difference. You take a like, chance on it. And, uh, like, just my... Like, the, the kind of photography I mostly do, just, like, in the streets or, like... Because, like, in the streets, is just very calm. It's just me. I'm, like, so slow. Yeah, yeah, It takes like, forever to, like adjust my aperture my lighting whatever <laughs> when it, when you're in the club it's just like people are <laughs> like things are yeah nothing's for sure like if it's here the second it's not here the second after so you just have to like risk it and just go for it you know there's no time to like look at the camera settings or whatever because i would miss yeah. so many shots at first doing that but yeah it's just following your guts more and it's just it got better with practice i guess
0: you mentioned uh that you shoot film obviously we didn't Mm -hmm. talk about that much on this um episode but I feel like I don't know the reason why we didn't is because um I don't know there was more Mm -hmm. very very like many many things to talk about at the same time and (laughs) I feel like we need 10 episodes to talk about um, I don't know so many things but can you just tell me how because um, yeah no, obviously you shoot film now and everything but how did you start shooting film why did you um, I don't know yeah, what yeah, got I'll you into it. it
1: like I told you like I was like always shooting with my phone and then I was like yeah I want to like upgrade or whatever get a camera mm-hmm. and I remember I, like at that time I started to watch a lot of like YouTube videos of people shooting film like I don't I have no idea how I, how I stumbled on that like with like you know negative feedback that was like my guy (laughs) Mm -hmm. and when I moved to France that was when I started like taking like that's when I would say I started taking like pictures
0: that's interesting because I thought that you did it for like forever before because when I that's how I got into um, film photography it was through you because I didn't know anyone who shot film and then I don't know, like at that time. So within a year, your pictures were actually really great. That yeah, I, I actually yeah. wanted to, I was you know, get so into the, to like, it. To it, it motivated shot. me to do it as well.
1: Like I have so many folders. I'm just they just treat photography like nothing crazy. Yeah. Like I remember my first series actually that made me like so excited. Mm. Like it, I actually saw the results and I was like, "Damn, I'm actually getting better." <laughs> you know, like the. The parade pictures, and you know, like in France. So I was like, like I, I didn't know film pictures could look that clean. I was like, uh-huh. wow, there's no dust on it. <laughs> the colors are like mint. Yeah. <laughs> I, hate, I hate myself that I said mint, but they were like, you know, like so. Clean. Yeah. That... No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping yeah, it. So... Yeah. so neat. Yeah.
0: yeah. I I I actually love that series to be honest. Yeah. I I remember a couple of pictures. I remember the one of oh, the lady yeah, with right. the bucket hat sitting down. So. That was from the same one, right? And yeah. then I remember the, the little children on the window trying to look. That that Those were my favorite. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think we have to wrap up this episode. Oh, I honestly <laughs> feel like we would have talked for 10 hours if we had the chance so (laughs) thank you so much for agreeing to be on um, the fourth episode of Underexposed it's been like a really uh, I mean it's been a great uh, conversation very interesting and uh, I I honestly wish we could talk more because there's so many topics that we didn't cover but like I said we will have more episodes together so that's cool Mm -hmm. and uh, yeah do you have any final words no
1: (laughs) no we talked
0: so much <laughs> okay that was <laughs> that was very thank brief and um, yeah okay <laughs> all right well thanks again and uh thank you guys for listening don't forget to tune in next week for uh, another episode